0: you're listening to the Direction for Life podcast, we pray this episode blesses you. We'd love to connect with you. Visit us at rdci.info or on Facebook at Right Direction Church International. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the RDCI. We hope you enjoy this broadcast.
1: It is nothing wrong with letting God know that you need Him. Oh, come, I'm, I'm going to do a series next, next year, next year is probably somewhere in the beginning of the year, about, I've been meditating about, uh, about uh, uh, interdependence versus independence. And I've been meditating and thinking about this, because some of us come from families, perhaps like I did, where we had to make things happen for ourselves. OK? I really, really, I'm really, i reading this book, y'all. I, I, it's, probably a good, it's probably a good thing that my mother ain't alive right now because after reading this book, I'll be like, you know, you was jacked up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, really, I'm reading this book called, uh, uh, called uh, Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. And it's talking about how children get messed up because parents weren't available for them. Okay? So, okay, so I, I, some of y'all... Some of this just became part of my makeup, and I didn't realize it was dysfunction. So I used to get mad at Marcia, Pastor Marcia, because she would go upstairs and wake the kids up for school in the morning. What what you gotta wake up? They know they got out of school. He's 12. Now, if he don't learn to wake himself up, when he gonna get up, okay? She would go make them breakfast. What they need to make their own breakfast. They need to know how to make breakfast. That was my dysfunction. I mean, I, fought, I was washing clothes from like eight, okay? make my own breakfast, frying eggs, doing all kinds of stuff. And so you start thinking that's normal. It's not normal. You were doing what you had to do. Come on now. And if you didn't make it, now either you gonna make your own food or not eat. So you learn how to do all kinds of stuff when you ate. <laughs> and nine and 10. but many times that's because we didn't have parents who were there to help us. And, and so when you, grow up, when you grow up so independent without the parents to nurture you and help you and support you, you start thinking this is how it's supposed to be all the time. When you come up in families that were very dysfunctional and nobody helped anybody, every man for himself and God for us all, then you don't help anybody, you don't give anybody money, you don't assist anybody, you don't show up for anybody and you become independent to a fault. And some of us because we, oh my God, because we couldn't depend on our natural parents, and we couldn't depend on our natural siblings. We have got this independent attitude to a fault, and we almost think I don't need God. All my life I had that fight. Okay? All my life I had to learn to do this for myself and do that. And so God, you you won't even let God help you. Independent to a fault. But the scripture says we got to come to him that we can obtain what we need and find grace to help in time of need. God delights in us needing him. So prayers is how believers take our request to the Father and it gives us the advantage over the world. Jesus tells us in Mark eleven twenty four, therefore, therefore saying to you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, New King James says, ask when you pray, Believe you receive them and what you shall have them. So now he gives us some more insight to how we pray. Don't pray and ask if you don't believe he's going to help. Let me say it again: don't pray and ask if you don't believe that he's going to help. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe. So watch this: I'm gonna help y'all because this is where some of y'all have been missing it. Well, I'm gonna pray and then I'm going to believe God. That ain't how this works. I'm going to believe God, and then I'm going to pray. Let me try. They, they didn't get it over here. Some of you say, I'm going to pray, then I'm going to believe God, and I'm telling you that's not, how, that's not how it works. You have to believe God, and then you pray. No sense of praying if you don't believe God. So i got to get in faith first. Just like a lawyer goes before the judge to petition and plead their case. They come with case law. They come with the Constitution. Reminding the judge what it says. So they got to prepare before they plead. You got to get in the word, find God's promises, and just remind God of what he already said. You take his word to him. That's why he says, come, let us reason together. What I like about that, that tells me that God is a reasonable God. There's some people you cannot talk to because they are just unreasonable. I don't care what you say, how you try to convince them, they're just unreasonable people. They get in their feelings and they're in their their emotions. God said, come before me, let us reason together. I am a reasonable God. So what things you desire, when you pray, if you believe you receive them, then you're going to have it. If you believe you receive it, then you're going to have it. So that's why many times when we pray and we even hear confession, we say, I believe I receive. I, somebody, somebody shout, I believe I receive. That first from New Living Translation, Mark eleven twenty four. 24, I tell you, you can pray for anything. Oh, my God. You can pray for anything. And if you believe you've received it, it will be yours. You can pray for anything. You can pray for anything. You know, God can do anything, you know. You can pray for anything. That verse from Amplified said, For this reason, for this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident. Now it tells what, what it means to believe. To trust and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. That's how you silence the devil. The devil comes saying, No, you're never gonna get it. No, you're never gonna get it. No, I believe I receive. I already got it. Somebody shout, I already got it. I already got it. got it. Glory to God. I already got it. So prayer is the right and privilege of worshipers. Let me say that again. It is the right and the privilege of worshipers. Do I have any worshipers in here? I know we got spectators. I know we got c- folks who come and watch people worship. We got some people who enjoy worship music. Come on now. There's people come to the worship service, but I ask, do we have any worshipers in here? Not just spectators, but participators in worship. Prayer is a right and the privilege, let me use what I just used, of those who participate in worship. Look at this scripture, John 9, 31. They were trying to, somebody said, you know, Jesus is casting out devils by the devil. We don't know what spirit here. How these folks getting healed? How are blind eyes open? How are people being raised from there? And somebody reminded them in John 9:31. They said, now we know that God does not hear sinners. But if anyone is a, come on, are y'all reading it? God doesn't hear sinners, but if anyone is a, a worshiper of God and does his will. <laughs> He hears them. Glory to God. If you are a worshiper and you are doing the will of God, you have a promise from God that he will hear you. If you are a worshiper of God and you are doing the will of God, you have a promise from God that he will hear you. So prayer is the right and the privilege of worshipers. Now, it said he hears us. He hears us. Now, we know this is true. We know this is true because the Canaanite woman, the Canaan white night woman, who had a daughter who was grievously vexed of a devil, came behind Jesus one day crying unto him, crying, "Son of David, have mercy on my child, she's grievously vexed of a devil." And Jesus did not hear her. Hear in this case me, Hawking. He did not respond to her. But then she fell down, the scripture says, and began to worship him. When she fell down and began to worship him, it softened Jesus' heart. And he turns around and says, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to take the children's bread and give it to the adult. Worship got Jesus' attention. God doesn't hear sinners, but if anyone be a worshiper of him, I dare you to worship God. When you start worshiping God, the Bible says he inhabits, he comes, hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. He comes in the midst of your worship to respond to your requests. Oh, glory to God. It's the right. It's the privilege of believers. God doesn't and God doesn't hear us to eavesdrop. God doesn't hear us to gossip. God hears us to help us (laughs) and to grant our petitions. You some people just nosy. I ain't supposed to say nothing, but. I don't know if it's true, but I heard. God doesn't hear to eavesdrop. God hears so he can help us. The, the word that the new king, that the King James used, use that word harken. Harken means to hear and do. Hark means to respond. Harken means to put some activity behind what you heard. 2 Chronicles 29 again. When so Jehoshaphat, when he comes before God to plead about these three armies to come against him. He reminds God. He said, God, you said, 2 Chronicles 29, if evil come upon us, even if it's a sword or judgment or pestilence or famine, but if we come and stand before this house, if we come together and worship, and if we come in your presence, for your name is in this house. And if we cry unto thee in our affliction he reminded God what he promised look what he said then thou will hear and help oh my God he said God I know you go- I got the privilege of knowing you're gonna come through because you said when any two are gathered in your name You're going to be in the midst. You told us whatever we ask, believing, we shall receive. You told us that when we come into this house together in corporate prayer and call upon the name of the Lord, that one will chase a thousand and two will put 10,000 to flight. God, we are calling on you. We expect you to do what you said. You will hear and you will help. Oh, don't make me pray. Don't make me pray. Don't make me pray. Because when I pray, God will hear, he will respond, and he will help. Touch somebody right and tell them help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. way. There are people praying for you. Help is on the way. I know you're going through financial struggles, but help is on the way. I know you got some problems in your family, but help is on the way. I know your child is living a rebellious life, but help is on the way. I know the doctors don't know what they're going to do, but help is on the way. That child belongs to you. That's your house. That's your mother. That's your father. That's your situation. Help! Help! It's on the way! Hey! Glory to God. I'm good. Y'all know if you look looked on television all this week, everywhere they're promoting The Color Purple. And Taraji P. Henson, that's her name? Taraji was on, uh, I think, the CBS Morning Show. And those of you know Taraji's story, Taraji got pregnant in college at Howard University. And everybody told her she wasn't going to make it. She had messed up her life. Her life was over. Uh, she said, but I was determined to make it because they said that. She said, all the more so, I was determined to make it because I had a child I had to take care of. I had no choice but to make it. And then she added one more thing, and I don't know if she had been listening to to Helen Baylor, but she added one more thing. She said, and I had a playing grandmama. Oh my God, my God. My God, my God. She don't credit her success to a degree. She said, I had a praying grandmama. Some of y'all need to thank God for a praying grandmama. Somebody need to praise God for a praying, where mama? I know she got on your nerves. I know your mother gets on your nerves, but thank God somebody praying for you right now. God bless my child. God spare my child. God heal my child. God deliver my child. I'm my child free from drugs. God clothe them in their right mind. In Jesus name. Somebody praying for you. Oh, That's the believer's advantage. Let me get through this y'all. But I had a praying grandmama. First John 5 14 and 15 tells us again about praying and God hearing. First John 5 14 and 15 said now this is the confidence. What's confidence? Assurance. This is the trust and complete assurance and expectation that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, that goes to the other scripture. If we do, if we're in His will, do according to His will, He hears us. If we ask and is in His will, He hears us. If we ask and in His will, He hears us. Fear not, little flock. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So when you ask for your needs to be met, you know he hears you because he said it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. When you ask for your needs to be met, you know that he hears you because he said the Lord is your shepherd you will not want. You know it's his will to heal you, to deliver you, to bring you out, to supply all your need because he said those who seek the Lord and fear the Lord shall not lack any. So when you pray, you need to pray from a place of confidence and assurance that God is going to do what he already said he wants to do. Here it is, y'all. That's the key to getting all your prayers answered. You only ask God to do what he said he's going to do. You only ask God to do what he already promised that he will do. This is a confidence that we have if we ask anything according to his will. And his will is his word. His word is his will. His will is his word. His word is his will. His will is his word. His word is his will. If you want to know the will of God, you got to know the word of God. Then we know he hears us. What does he mean? Responds to do something. And if we know that he hears us, Whatever we ask, then we know we have assurance that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Come on, raise your hand and say, thank you, Lord. I already have everything I prayed for according to your perfect will. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. At least once a month, I get together with our staff and and I'll lead them in prayer. And And I'll lead them in this confession. Father, we thank you that everything that we prayed According to your perfect will, angels are ascending and descending from the throne of God right now, bringing us everything that we prayed according to your will. Now, you can't be asking God to kill somebody. That, that's not his will. And then there are things that we don't even know about. And when you don't know what God's will is, then you pray in the Holy Ghost. God, we lift up this situation in the Middle East between the Palestinians and Israel. God, bring peace in that situation. Speak to those who are leading Hamas. Speak to, speak to Netanyahu. And so sometime before you can take sides and things, if you don't know the will, just pray in the Holy Ghost. Prayer, y'all, prayer helps us to avoid fainting spells. I said prayer helps us to avoid fainting spells, okay? I told y'all about one time, I think Tyler was, in, Tyler was in undergraduate at Hampton University. We were up there that weekend for something. I don't know, we went up there first homecoming, or we were up there that weekend for something. And so I'm supposed to be flying back. I, has, I think Pastor Trey, one of my campus pastors, we were doing two services. They are going to preach the first service. I said, well, pre service, go on to your campus, and I'll be there for the second service. So we supposed to take a plane out early in the morning, OK? I get to the plane, OK? And uh, I, I, when I get there, I have a, have a bag to check for some reason. That's when, back when we checked bags. I don't check bags anymore. I will fly from here to Ghana, Africa, with a carry-on and a bag. Somebody say hey, how you do that? You just gotta travel with me now. Got on check bags. You be in Africa for two weeks without your drawers. I mean underwear. <laughs> without your underwear, cause they lost your luggage. You learn how to pack too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been in Africa for two weeks. Okay, for two weeks, and then and then they and something happened one time. We were going to Dubai. They did say I begged them, and woman, she just she was just being. he was just. I don't mean no harm. Must love New York much love New York, but she was just being a New Yorker. Okay, I had my carry-on, my, my roller, and my carry-on, and I had, had this, this little satchel I had, and, and it was under. She said, oh, you trying to take on three bags? I said, no. I said, I'll put that, no, no, no. I said, I'll just put this one in there. No, 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 you ain't trying to get over. Check this bag. I said, ma'am, please, no, no, you gonna check this. Oh, Jesus, she made me check my luggage. And what happened? They lost my luggage. I'm in Dubai for a whole week with no, dro- I mean, no underwear. I had to go shopping, there. okay. I had this one shirt, y'all. I had the one shirt that I had traveled with, that had Paris on it. So we would, every day I was wearing this shirt. And one day the man in the hotel said, you sure love Paris, don't you? <laughs> Sir, it's a long story. I forgot, okay, so, so we're coming back from Norfolk, Virginia, and they, and, and so, so they said, sir, I'm, sorry. I said, well, I said, well, y- y- y'all gonna take the bag, I got to get back, to-. they said, no, sir, you have to take your luggage with you, I said, no, no, I-, I have to get back, they said, sir, I'm sorry, you can't get, and before I knew it, y'all, I said, I almost fainted. I got so overwhelmed with my whole day messed up, nobody to preach, can't do this here, I almost fainted. I was embarrassed. I had to get a hold of myself, okay? And I realized you can get so overwhelmed by a situation, that's why people faint. It ain't always their blood pressure. Low blood sugar. No, you just get so overwhelmed by your situation. Prayer helps you to avoid fainting spells. Look, somebody say, don't faint, don't faint. Look at this. Prayer helps your voice, faith and spell. Luke 18.1, it says that he spake a problem to them to this end, for this purpose, with this goal, that men should always pray and not what? And not faint. To faint means to give up, to cave in and quit, and think there's nothing else we can do. If you pray, prayer will give you solutions. If you pray, God will renew your strength. If you pray, fresh ideas will come. If you pray, God will give you strategy. If you pray, God will teach your fingers to war. That verse from New King James said, then he spake a parable to them that men ought to always pray and not lose heart. Look, somebody say, don't lose heart, don't lose heart. When you lose heart, you think there's nothing else that can be done. No, I can pray. When I pray, all kinds of possibilities open up. When I pray, anything can happen. Somebody shout, anything can happen when I pray. That New Living Translation says, men ought always pray and not give up. The Message Translation says, Jesus told them a story showing that it was necessary for them to to pray consistently and never quit. Look at somebody say, I will not quit. Somebody came to church today just to hear that word. The Lord is telling you, don't you quit. Don't you cave in. Don't you give up. Don't you go back. You have the strategy. You have the privilege of a believer. I can pray about this situation. Glory to God. No, the Bible says. The Bible said, "Well, but but they've already made a decision. But it's already gone as far as it can go. Uh, it's already gone to the top. They've already talked to a manager." God said, "I still got this thing because the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and He'll turn it like the rivers of water." God said, "I can change mine, and they do not realize the mind was changed. I'll jump in their dreams and I'll turn a no into a yes when you pray." I'll turn a maybe into an absolutely. I'll, I, I'll change a I'm thinking about it into a definitely I will. Look at somebody and say, I'm going to pray about this thing. That is the privilege of the believer. That is the privilege of the believer. Now let me end with this. So that is the privilege. Of, so when we go into battle, when we go through life, understand that is the edge that you have over Non-believers that is the edge that you have over people who are only only dependent upon their natural resources I can pray and when I pray Supernatural things can happen and when I pray I can tap into the favor of God That's the final thing. I want you to know you have the right you have the privilege you have the advantage because you can walk in Supernatural favor somebody say I got favor on me For those of you new to this thing, need to know what favor is. Favor is when God raises up somebody somewhere, use their power, their ability, and their influence to bless you, to help you. Favor is when people bless you and say, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but something told me. And you let them say it was something, but you knew that you prayed about this thing. And God heard your prayer. And God turned that situation around. Look at somebody and say, about to turn in your favor come on tell somebody it's about to turn in your favor hallelujah before we end this year I want you to expect God to surround you with favor like a shield favor on the north and favor on the south favor in the east and favor on the west God promised in his word hallelujah in Psalms 5 and 12 that I will surround I'll bless the righteous and I will surround him with favor like a shield. The reason why you can't get to me is because I got a feel of favor around me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah cause folks to give you what they had no intention to give you so on this next to the last Sunday of 2023 God told me to tell you today you're gonna go out with favor somebody said I'm gonna go out of 23 with the favor of God on me <laughs> I was planning on rhyming but it just rhymed anyway I'm gonna go out of 2023 with the favor of God on me Somebody said, I'm going out with favor. God told the children of Israel in Exodus 3.21. He said, I'm going to give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it's going to come to pass that when you go out, you're not going to go out empty. There are still some promises that God has for you in 2023, and the favor of God is gonna come on your life in these last two weeks like you haven't seen it all year long. And the favor of God is gonna open up doors that no man can shut. And the favor of God is gonna create opportunities that you thought were over. Look at somebody and say, it ain't over. I got the favor of God on my life. You may think I'm in the lion's den. And you may think the lion's about to devour me, but the favor of God is going to shut the lion's mouth. You may think it's over, and I'm about to be extra crispy in this fiery furnace, but the favor of God, but the favor of God will preserve my going in and preserve my going out from this time, even forevermore. Somebody shout favor, like a shield favor cause you always have something in your hand favor cause your requests to be granted when Nehemiah wanted to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem he said to the king in Nehemiah the second chapter in verse 5 if it pleases the king and if I found favor in your sight send me to Judah that I can rebuild it goes on to say the king said well what do you need he said I need a. as I pass through I need permits I need a letter to get all the beams and all the lumber that I need and the bible says in Nehemiah 2 and 8 and the king granted me according to the good hand of God upon me I'm declaring the good hand of God will be on you Your requests will be granted. Doors about to open that you did not see. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I feel like preaching now. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him for the eyes of the Lord upon your land, upon your life from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. You will not Go out empty. You will not go out empty-handed. You will not go out without your stuff. There's still some time for God to cancel somebody's student loans. Hallelujah! Somebody shout, I'm next in line. While we were sitting there in worship, somebody texted me at 10:08 a.m. And said, good morning, Bishop and Dr. Betty. I greet you in the matchless name of Jesus. I just had debt canceled this week. $235,089 this week. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Expect favor. You done prayed about it. Expect God to move. You prayed about it, expect angels to be released. You prayed about it. God is going to shine on you. Mr. Bell used to sing a song. Said shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine, shine, shine on me. When God shines on you, favor surrounds you. When God shines on you, angels do warfare. When God shine on you, demons got to back up. When God shines on you, debts are canceled. When God shines on you, your healing breaks forth. When God shines on you, demons got to flee. Somebody shall favor all around me. Don't mess with me because surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. Even when I'm by myself, I'm never alone. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah 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 you got the advantage go out of 2023 with the advantage come into 2024 with the advantage you got what it takes you have the blood you got your faith you are a believer you are a worshiper you filled with the Holy Ghost and favor is surrounding you like a shield now go take the advantage. Take advantage of the devil. Take advantage of the devil. Put him under your feet. Put him under your feet. Satan, we're going to tear your kingdom down. You've been building your kingdom all over this land. But Satan, we're going to tear your kingdom down somebody shout it's coming down it's coming down every obstacle it's coming down every bridge it's coming down every wall it's coming down every mountain it got to move i am a believer i am a believer I am a believer! I am a believer! And because we are believers this is the victory ha, that overcomes the world even our faith high five somebody tell them, we got the advantage we got the advantage
0: If you love our podcast and the impartation you gain from it, we encourage you to become an iChurch member. As an iChurch member, you'll get access to exclusive digital content, as well as an online community and various small group sessions. To find out more, visit rdci.info forward slash iChurch. Connect with us for digital impartations weekly. Join Bishop Herbert and Dr. Marsha Bailey on Clubhouse for marriage, faith, and family inside Kingdom Business Network on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rdcitv. We stream live services on Sundays at 7.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as well as Wednesday at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies, join us for Manifest on Fridays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time.